What about you, Joy? What, what's your thought on all this? Oh, well, as the unofficial spokesperson for the uh, Social Security crowd, let me say to Dr. Atlas, <laughs> this is not my last Thanksgiving, you embarrassing quack. <laughs> uh, you know, don't don't listen to a radiologist when it comes to a virus. Please, ladies and gentlemen out there, do not listen to this quack. He's a quack. He's a quack. Quack, quack. <laughs>
How do you do? I was taking a, I was savoring a long sip of my tea. (laughs) That's what my delay was. Kevin, (laughs) always a pleasure to catch up with you. It feels like we haven't done uh, our, our regularly scheduled episode in so long, even though we've done several back-to-back week activities and specials. (laughs) Yeah. It's been about a month and that's about how long I needed to heal from Halloween because I honestly, (laughs) it's going to sound dramatic, but I really had a bad taste in my mouth this past (laughs) October and I did not, I needed time. Yeah. As Brittany would say. (laughs) But I feel like I'm healing Mm -hmm. and I feel like the view continues to cover Trump and Joe Biden's every move, but mm-hmm. there it feels like there's room now for mm-hmm. other things to talk about. Yeah, there have been some hot topics. Yes, some and, some light-hearted, almost porch pirate, <laughs> almost level, yeah. level um, hot topics. And I think Joy said it best um, when she said, referring to Joe Biden, she said it's a little boring. <laughs> But there's always lots of other stuff to talk about. And I feel like they're starting to listen to her. So it's a little boring, though, isn't it? I like Good. that. I'll take, I'll, I'll take it. I want to be bored in 2021. Yes. <laughs> there's always other stuff to talk about. Yeah. Are you ready for some view updates? Please. I would love nothing more. Well, let's start here. I don't know if you've noticed, but The View is reporting that they are seeing their highest ratings in six years. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they're pulling even more ratings now than in 2016. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? Well, (laughs) if I remember correctly, something started in 2016 that has only grown since then. And I think it's a little podcast called Deja the View. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> that, but I also think because people are working from home. <laughs> like, like I'm sorry, but you can't be like, oh, yes, now that the view. Oh, is, my God. Now that they no longer sit around a table and have organic <laughs> conversations. That's what the show was missing. It's like, no, it's because everyone's home, working from home. Oh, my God, that's funny. But this is happy news, like, deserved. Like, and I think it shows that, like, if people were home, that's what they would want to watch. Yeah. But I'm happy for them. And you know who else is happy for them? Sherry Shepard. She's always there to support. And she tweeted out her support, actually. She says... So proud of the ladies of The View on their recent ratings being their most watched in six years, plus being the number one daytime show in households for the first in 24 years. They achieved this milestone during the important November sweeps. She's always looking out for The View and she's always showing support and they give her nothing in return. It's shocking that she continues to root so hard for the show as a whole and for the co-hosts and yet they refuse to they do (laughs) not root for her they do not reciprocate and they refuse to give her a goddamn guest spot 
I don't get it. And she's always promoting something. And it's like such a pleasure to see her. Who cares if she had a small little thing with Megan? <laughs> like the, uh, but, the co-hosts who do work with Megan have things with her every day. So and what I feel is like, especially while Megan is on mat leave, this would be the time to bring Sherry in. Oh, yeah. Like, she's ready. She has her webcam set up. <laughs> it's just so rude, and I'd like I to know. see her back. But And, like, the audience is there for her. If you tune into any of her Instagram lives, even at, like, 2 in the morning, there's, like, thousands of people watching. So it's not like there's not an audience for Sherry Shepard. Like, there's definitely more of an audience for her than for, like, half of the people who they have as guests as guest hosts i definitely feel and maybe they're just building up to this but like when the inevitable happens and Whoopi or joy leave Mm -hmm. she has to return like only sherry could fill that spot yeah they need her more than she needs them uh another reason why you would want to have sherry shepherd back on your show is because she's looking better than ever just ask random online publication (laughs) Amo Mama because I came across this article by them that says can I just read the entire article to you because I think Uh, it's gold (laughs) so you do you remember on Instagram recently Sherry Shepard posted a picture of herself just perched on top of a table outside yes I do how could you forget it (laughs) Well, somehow, and, like, God bless the people who write these things, because, like, that's not easy to make an entire article out of an Instagram post like that. It says, check out Sherry Shepard sitting on a table with her slim legs on display (laughs) in a coral jumpsuit. Let me just, let me just let you, let me just share this with you. Yeah, dive in, please. Sherry Shepard is looking great. And she's sharing her vibrant energy with her Instagram followers. The star recently shared a photo of herself sitting on a table and flaunting her (laughs) slim legs. Sherry Shepard has been through a lot in her personal life and her relationships. But the star finally decided to put herself first. And the decision is paying off big time. With a slimmer physique and renewed energy, the former The Real co-host is taking a chance and putting herself out there in a recent social media post. They accidentally said she worked at The Real. Oh my god. Shepard shared a photo of herself looking summertime fine in a cute (laughs) coral jumpsuit and white top inside. The trial and error actress looked amazing with her hair tied up and a wavy fringe flowing down the side (laughs) of her face. The Dish Nation co-host posed sitting on an outdoor table (laughs) with some green plants behind her. Stealing the show were her sun-kissed slim legs. She rocked a pair of high strappy wedge shoes. Shepard's photo was heavily captioned with hashtags that showed how the actress is feeling. In addition to the self-motivating hashtag, she captioned the photo, excited for the one God is going to bring because... Who knows what and who I need better than the one who created me. For I know the plans I have for you. Fans responded to the photo with compliments and encouraging emojis. 
One fan complimented, wow, just wow, you look fabulous. (laughs) And another added, beautiful, and yes, the glow is real. I can't believe you've somehow stumbled upon the slim leg fetish community (laughs) and their love for Sherry Shepard, slim leg queen. They are doing God's work over at... (laughs) Ammomama.com. Like. Ammo, like gun ammo? No, like Amo, I think. Probably Amo Mama. Amo Mama? Like A M O. Okay. Mama. Oh, hey, Mama. Amo um, Mama. They were like, Slim I'm gonna, leg enthusiasts. They were like, I'm going to create an environment that is so <laughs> supportive of slim legs. <laughs> And it's like truly just a normal Instagram photo. Like, yeah, she looks great. Like, it's a great photo. But like, I would never like focus so hard on and be like, oh my god, those are slim legs. <laughs> Specifically, legs. That has to be probably one of my most favorite view updates I think you've ever given me. She's gonna put Naomi Smalls out of business. <laughs> It's like, how many times did they say outdoor table and slim legs in that article? (laughs) More than I ever could have dreamed of. And I'm so thankful for it. Yeah. In other news. (laughs) I can't stop thinking about outdoor table and slim legs. It's like they were like trying to hit a specific goal for their SEO. Yeah. Like, I guess there's an untapped market of people searching slim legs and outdoor table. And they were like, we're getting in on. (laughs) They have a sponsorship deal with like an outdoor furniture company. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm ready. Um, Okay. This other view update thing happened that I don't know if you saw. But one of the View's two executive producers has been laid off. Oh, my God. And according, I mean, I don't even, I don't think this is even confirmation, but um, Yashar tweeted that Hillary S.D. McLaughlin <gasps> is, is, is being laid off from ABC News. And I guess a bunch of people got laid off. Um, and oh there's no, God. I don't have any other information about that or like any like thing confirming mm-hmm. that, but he tweeted that. And then he also like made it about him because he like, <laughs> you'll remember he was the one who like broke the story about Barbara Fedita. Yeah. And so he wrote Hillary S.D. McLaughlin, senior executive producer of The View and nonfiction content at ABC News is out as part of the layoffs. During her tenure, she became very close to top ABC News executive Barbara Fedita, who was fired (laughs) after my story revealed her history of racist comments. Mm -hmm. So he's trying to, like, tie her to that, but it Mm -hmm. probably has nothing to do with that. But who knows? Yeah. But yeah, I can't believe it. 
we we <laughs> we have talked about her so often just by having to read her name in articles about the view yeah <laughs> because she's so often the person giving the statements to the press That's and she was the one who when steve had to go get his colonoscopy she was the one who went to joy's house to help her set up the camera that day yeah she's always the person in the news article being like no, this is not true. <laughs> and now she is the news article. Now she's not going to be able to be the one to say that in this article. Yeah, but just, wow. it's interesting, like, the the producers get shuffled around just like the co-hosts. Yeah, no one I'm is safe. shocked. We also need to talk about OK Magazine. Okay. <laughs> oh, we do? Okay. <laughs> well, you may have, you may recall a couple of weeks ago, that The View started a show with only Sarah and Whoopi. Apparently there's just two of us here today. That's Sarah Haynes and Whoopi Goldberg. So it's the Sarah and Whoopi show until somebody else checks right in. Which, by the way, I love. There was a technical difficulty and only Sarah and Whoopi <laughs> oh, yeah. were there when the show yeah. started. I think it was pretty clear that it was just a technical difficulty, but OK Magazine said... I think not. And <laughs> out of They no- thought it was like a conspiracy? Yes. And out of nowhere, OK Magazine has like taken the lead on View articles. And since that happened, they wrote like 15 articles about The View. All of them with like no fact to them. But they really like picked up where the Daily Mail left off. And they are like carrying that torch now and so i came across this article that says the view hosts bail after off-screen drama as Whoopi goes live with just sarah haynes what's what is what's their explanation for this the top-rated abc daytime show got off to a bizarre start on november 19th as hosts joy behar and sunny hostin were nowhere to be seen at the top of the show instead it was just Whoopi goldberg and sarah haynes who appeared on screen welcoming guests and immediately noting the strange situation goldberg then tossed things over to her co-host for the morning the lack of hosts was all the more jarring since the show is still airing socially distanced episodes meaning that both women were broadcasting from their home and not together in the studio and then there were two joked Haynes, which I don't even know if Sarah knew that she was making reference to when Barbara was like, and then there were three. Oh, my God. There was a brief pause between the ladies until Goldberg replied, that's it. So shall we just hit it until someone else comes through? OK, so then they go on to do a hot topic that the article explains. And then it says it was during this segment that Hostin finally appeared, explaining that she had been. Uh, experiencing technical difficulties in the moments before the show went live. No further explanation was given, and this was the first time in months that one of the hosts had suffered a technical glitch and missed the start of the program. I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah, like, (laughs) did they just start watching? (laughs) And this is where it then proceeds to absolutely attempt to annihilate Joy Behar. Oh it my says God. it was another 10 minutes, however, until Behar joined the ladies. And from the moment she appeared on screen, the consummate pro seemed to be off her game. Behar was clearly out of sorts. Her deliveries <laughs> were wooden and she could be seen struggling to read questions from the prompter. 
Behar wearing mismatched earrings eventually got into a groove and by the end of the episode had largely returned to her normal self. Okay reached out to a rep for the show who said, we have to give kudos to our outstanding production team who didn't miss a beat when Joy's and Sunny's systems needed to be rebooted. The show must go on and Whoopi and Sarah got the show started with Sarah, with Sunny and Joy soon joining once they were back up and running. The rep also said there were no plans for a fifth co-host to appear on the show and that the ladies were only filming one episode on Thursday as opposed to the normal two. <laughs> they're like and just if just so you know yeah. we planned on only having four <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with them dragging joy for having mismatched I know <laughs> like okay uncalled for <laughs> unrelated <laughs> to the topic at hand then it but it's not done so after that moment it sparked like 20 more articles so then it continues the next day because Joy was off the next day. It says, Joy Behar, MIA from Friday's View, one day after behind-the-scenes drama. Oh, my God. It doesn't add anything to the conversation, but it does, be, <laughs> it does make sure to reiterate that Joy was wearing mismatched earrings when she did return. <laughs> but then they were like, oh, that, that article got a lot of clicks. Let's write some more. And so they went on to write, is the view falling apart? Ten scandals that have plagued TV's long-running show. Turmoil at the view. Uh, hate, bad-mouthing, and tempers. Can the show survive any longer? Joy Behar gets fired up on The View, curses live on air. (laughs) The View at war over how to honor Barbara Walters when she dies. (laughs) Like, they're making bank on The View now. Yeah, it's like they finally started watching and, like, realized that something, like, strange happens every day. (laughs) (laughs) Have you watched The Flight Attendant yet? (laughs) No, I haven't. Oh, neither have I, but... (laughs) I haven't had a chance to watch it yet because I've been watching The Crown. I mm-hmm. love Crown. <laughs> it was in The Crown. Mm-hmm. The real reason, if you watch The Crown, because I watched The Crown, I love The Crown. I was watching The Undoing instead of The Flight Attendant, but maybe now that I'm done, I'll watch The Flight Attendant. Right, yeah. I actually might just skip finishing The Crown and just go to The Flight Attendant because I actually did not know that they replace the lead actress Claire Foy with Olivia mm-hmm. Coleman in mm-hmm. season two to season three and it has shaken me to my core <laughs> because I truly fell so in love with Claire Foy I was mm-hmm. like it's alarming how well she is playing the queen and now it's like not the same and I know we love Olivia Coleman mm-hmm. we as gay people but yeah I you weren't ready. I for just it. haven't made that transition yeah. yet. But mm-hmm. anyways, back to the flight attendant. Yes, Rosie Perez does have a new show on HBO with Kaylee Cuoco. Mm-hmm. But in doing interviews or press or whatever the hell she's doing right now to promote it, she's revealing that earlier this year she actually was also diagno- diagnosed. She also. Had she coronavirus. Got coronavirus. Yeah. I thought it was, yeah, wasn't it even like last year? It was like end of last year. And it has to do with filming the show. Like, not exactly. Yeah, it does. Because she was filming the show when she got it. 
Yeah. I just mean, I thought you meant like she got it from the show. And it's like, well, who knows? <laughs> no. I thought that it was that they were filming in Beijing. Is that correct? No. So they're filming in Bangkok. Bang. Okay. And in December. And right. she got sick. And she went to the hospital. And a doctor... They, like we didn't know what it was at that time so yeah. a doctor was just like there's a virus going around mm-hmm. and we don't really know what it is or what it does but it attacks the respiratory system and then travels to the rest of your body mm-hmm. and then rosie perez apparently replied oh my god and said <laughs> she turned to her manager Tarek, and said Tarek, don't let me die in Bangkok. Oh, my God. And he was like, oh, my God, you're scaring me. And then she says, the head of the ICU said, you should be scared, sir. This is serious. And we're going to have to put her in a separate room. And, like, imagine in December, like, in Bangkok, not knowing what the hell is going on. So that makes her the third confirmed view co-host to have gotten coronavirus so far with a close call from Anna Navarro. And that also places her ahead of Tom Hanks on the list of celebrities who had contracted coronavirus first, more importantly. Oh, it does. Okay, interesting. She didn't go as public, I guess. No. Until now. But yeah, I want to watch. Yeah. It's like... I've never been a fan of Kaylee Cuoco, and I've always found it personally very confusing that there's a pop star named Haley Kyoko and Kaylee Cuoco. And True. when people talk about one or the other, I always don't know who they're talking about. <laughs> so that's been a personal struggle of mine. Yeah, I've never had anything against Kaylee Cuoco, the actress, but I uh-huh. feel like we wouldn't be friends. <laughs> But that doesn't mean that she's not good at what she does. Yeah. Someone else has an announcement. They wrote with a Sharpie on a notepad. (laughs) I have some news. And then posted a picture on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And it was Paula Ferris. Can you believe what her news is? Like, I haven't thought about her in a while. But she wrote on Instagram, I have some news. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not pregnant. If you wondered why I fell off the grid, here's why. I left ABC News after almost nine years. My family and I are now in South Carolina. She's just... What? She just left ABC. Like, she's done. She's had it. She's gone. We we lost her. She's not coming back. I left ABC News after almost nine years. And my family and I are in South Carolina. <laughs> That's what it's, she said. Like, there are so many questions running through my brain right now. But the biggest one is, like, is there a direct correlation between her leaving and being in South Carolina? Like, am I supposed to have known where she was before? And should I be surprised by the South Carolina aspect? Well, she was in New York. Like, that's where ABC (laughs) News, like, that's where The View is. Like, Yeah. Okay. But my, see, my question, this is what I mean by not understanding it. It's been coronavirus for nine plus months now. People have been 
broadcasting from their houses not in new york that's why i'm like was i supposed to be up on like where she was like doing her work from home well no but she we (laughs) but like i think her saying i left abc news alone is she just told us basically that she quit her job of nine years she's Um, done and so she just said uh, to the viewers who have invited me into their homes, whether GMA, The View, etc., I'm extremely grateful for your support. My family and I are so at peace in this new season. Personally, I'm learning how to mother without a safety net of nannies. And then she just is like, new announcements coming soon. I can't believe she would just drop her Journeys of Faith listeners like that. So that's done? What's not clicking? Here's my question. I didn't know that Journeys of Faith was related to ABC. Paula Ferris is an ABC News employee. Mm -hmm. Like for a long time she was on. I thought that Journeys of Faith was her independent project not at all related to ABC. It was an ABC podcast. Okay. Now the shock is setting in. (laughs) Now... The goop, the gag of it all is setting in. I'm not asking. I am, I'm actually surprised. I'm not asking for you to know and keep up with Paula Ferris, <laughs> but I am asking you to understand <laughs> that she worked for ABC. No, I understand. I didn't know that the podcast was related to that at all. I thought that was her own side thing. In my mind, this is why I had trouble processing what you just told me. In my mind, she had made like a, a soft opening of this announcement when she started the podcast. That's what I thought that was. I thought her foot was like one foot out the door. Now I'm understanding the implications, <laughs> the international implications of it all. Like she's announcing that she snapped. Yeah. She's- well, <laughs> I wish, I almost wish that she could tell us like what's, What's next now instead of just having to tease like she basically things coming. She pretty much is like just taking the the big things coming are probably like she's going to a new church like her. She's taking the Elizabeth Hasselback like leaving TV to Mm -hmm. be with her kids. Mm -hmm. Well, if that's what she needs, then good for her. If that is her journey of faith, then go with God and I'm happy for her. I tell you, Paula Ferris retired from work, from having a job. And the le- like the amount of explanation. Just... But then when I tell you that Sherry Shepard has an entire article about her slim legs, you're like, I'm here. I get it. I'm with you. Because my two brain cells can process that information. <laughs> Trying to understand the implications of Paula Ferris's career. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> I need a sip of water. <laughs> Kevin, I also have a view update because okay. I would be remiss if I didn't mention something that happened to us. So remember, listeners... <laughs> When we talked about Sonny Hostin's book, I Am These Truths, and we said that we had listened to the audiobook, so we didn't see the pictures inside, and we mm-hmm. really wanted to. Well, not only did you hear us, Sonny heard us, and came through, 
and we are now the proud owners of an autographed copy of I Am These Truths with the pictures. Yes. <laughs> and it is one of, if not the best thing that's happened in 2020 for me personally. Yeah, she signed it and said, love the podcast. And truly just just such an iconic move from on her part to just be like, surprise, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh yeah like just so so kind and now you all know it's out there everyone is aware that mm-hmm. um we're best friends with sunny hostin so <laughs> now it's out there now we said it <laughs> she is our best friend <laughs> but honestly like love her so much and she's really such a gift like to the show, like to us all. So yeah, she continues to be a gift, and and the book continues to be a gift. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> so I feel so blessed. I feel touched by an angel. So thank you, Sunny. Hello, little hunties. Before we move on, I want to take a moment to talk about all of the fun things happening on our Patreon account. Subscribing to our Patreon will provide you with exclusive access to monthly bonus episodes featuring content left on the cutting room floor, fun and games, and deep dives into the filmography of some of our favorite View co-hosts. So, do you want a little more Deja the View in your life? Then head to the Patreon link in our episode description, and soon we'll all be having fun. Well, Marie... Those are the view updates. So you know what happens next. (laughs) Is it hot in here or is it my space heater because I haven't turned my central heating on? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's time for some hot topics. What hot topics are you doing? Okay, so we haven't, there's a lot, there's a lot to get caught up on from Mm -hmm. the rest of November so let's jump into what happened on The View in Hot Topics. This topic came up so much this month, which is defunding the police. It came up in so many different topics. Apparently, Obama has been very vocal lately in interviews and has been commenting on the defund the police movement Mm -hmm. and in some recent interviews he has been warning progressive democrats to be careful about the messaging that they use to pitch their political platforms and this really is a thing that kind of was ongoing throughout this month was this discussion of defunding the police but also like the right political messaging for Mm -hmm. your for your movements. Yeah. And so Obama said that defunding the police is a snappy slogan, but you already know that you've lost a big part of your audience the moment that you say it and that it's less likely that you're going to get the change that you want, which which is interesting because all of the co-hosts were like, yes, <laughs> except Sunny, mm-hmm. who... You'll remember is Obama's biggest fan. She was like amazing show stopping, never been done before <laughs> about Obama in the past. Mm-hmm. But it forced her to be like, no, 
She was like, <laughs> she literally was like, I loathe to criticize Obama because I respect him so much, but he is wrong here. Yeah, because I think, uh, like, everyone on The View seems to want to have this conversation about why are we calling it defund mm-hmm. the police? We should call it reimagine the police. Mm-hmm. We should call it reallocating yeah. resources. And this is why, like, thank God for Sunny, because this show really would be trash without her. Otherwise, like, everyone would just have such a bad take on this. Yeah. She's like, guys, defund the police is not a term that we sat down and had a a meeting and yeah what the right term would be to get republicans on board with it defund the police that's not a term that was crowdsourced or tested in focus groups you know that's a term that was born um a rallying cry that was born out of this over policing of black and brown communities born out of the frustration of seeing black and brown men and women killed in the streets by police officers and she brought this up people people defund education and defund schools all the time and it's called defunding school defunding school programs and no one throws a fit about that the way that they're throwing a fit about the words defund the police so it's like they do understand it when applies to other things but they're pretending to not understand it or they're just like pretending to be shocked and that they don't understand it when it's defund the police it's just so weird to me and it's beyond my personal like, I can't comprehend what the problem is here. I can't understand why, like, these, like, Democrat women mm-hmm. can't understand it. Yeah. Or they, they are, why they're so caught up in the messaging and why they want to have a conversation about the messaging mm-hmm. at such great lengths. It's like, I just don't get it, personally. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. And I don't understand why Joy, in particular, hates the defund the police slogan the defund the police is not an accurate statement it has to be more like here's an accurate statement give me liberty or give me death there you go and i dated patrick henry so i happen to know that's a good one but um the thing about it is it's like pro-choice also and pro-life those things don't work either it should be pro-woman they need to get a slogan that does not make people nuts yeah it's strange because she agrees with it she agrees with the policy and she agrees with the with the movement but she hates those words and so it it comes across as if she doesn't agree with it because she's so defensive about the words and it's like if everyone who agreed with it just got on board and didn't make a fuss about what it was called then there just would there wouldn't be such a, an uphill right. battle it's like it's like if you all just shut the fuck up and just <laughs> like said you support it yeah then more and more people would see that you yeah. support it and perhaps they would get on board mm-hmm. perhaps you'd have to explain it to some people but just yeah. say you support it like don't you're like arguing against it it's just weird mm-hmm. and so all of this is going on in this discussion and it gets to sarah and She says that she agrees with Obama and that she doesn't think defunding the police is a term that is going to get people on board. Mm -hmm. She says she understands what Sunny is saying, but that she 
is not part of the conversation. Like Sarah is not part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like she can't be. She's like, I don't agree with certain things about defunding the police, but I can't say that because I'm white is basically what she's saying. I recognize I'm not part of this active conversation, but from the outside, if you look at it as trying to gain people that don't understand it or don't get it, when the term confuses people, and I know you said- Well, for why, the, Sarah, why just, Sarah, do you I, think you're not part of this, this conversation? Because you with, should be a part I, of this I, active I, conversation because I know that you're against the over-policing in black and brown communities as well. Sonny, I appreciate that. The problem is when I've jumped into this conversation before, I've been excused because of the hue of my skin. And the way that Sunny is like, hang on a second, like, why can't you be part of the conversation? Like, mm-hmm. who said, who told you that you can't be in this conversation? And it's like, what is Sarah really saying here? It's like, so she's saying- weird. I feel like she thought that she was saying, like, it's not my fight, so I shouldn't like um co-opt it i think that's what she thought she was saying but how it sounded was that's not my problem yeah but it's like okay so why do you think that you need to come into this movement with your criticisms of it yeah it's like if you support defunding the police in the way that sunny pointed out that Mm -hmm. she apparently does Mm -hmm. that sarah apparently does why isn't that enough? Why do you think that your contribution mm-hmm. to that movement is that you need to rename it? I believe in the movement of this. I believe in the removing the no-knock warrants. I believe in criminal justice reform. I, I agree with letting people out to have low-level drug crimes. I agree with reallocating the you believe fund- in defunding the police. To say defund the police is not completely true. They are not going to defund the police. I think it is true. And I just think, thank God for Sunny. And I really didn't think, like, years ago when Sunny started guest hosting on this show, I didn't really, like, take to her immediately because it was a different era of the show. Mm -hmm. And I was like, she's not, like, zany enough. (laughs) Like... (laughs) (laughs) But now I'm like, I almost had like an emotional reaction when they were talking about this Bill Maher thing. Mm -hmm. And when they were talking about defunding the police, because I was just like, this would be unwatchable without her. Yeah. Like one of my notes was literally just Sunny is the smartest woman I know (laughs) because (laughs) she is patient and she's so smart and like having to re-explain it for the hundredth time. I'm just thankful that she's willing to do that because she doesn't have to do that. And just the show would would not be, they wouldn't be able to have this discussion yeah. if she wasn't there. I don't know what needs to happen to these other women to like get them to understand. Like mm-hmm. it's not that complicated and just, or maybe it's like something like deep rooted within them that like, mm-hmm they don't actually support defunding the police and it's something that like they need to look inward and address like yeah that like why and the them commenting so much on the messaging is actually like a there's a deeper meaning to why they're doing that that i'm not a psychologist and i can't (laughs) unpack if if the issue isn't that you don't support it why wouldn't you just be like okay fine yeah exactly it's like well even if you're like i don't love that i don't think that messaging is gonna work Mm -hmm. for you 
okay, keep that to yourself yeah. and just carry on saying you support it. Like, because if that's what you believe, mm-hmm. then just support it. Don't tear it apart. Yeah. I don't know. It's I like, don't get it. I, <laughs> I, um, I didn't like that they called the Bud Light margaritas limeritas. I, yeah. I was, I still drank it. I still bought it. I still drank yeah. it. Yes. You know, it's like, I didn't think they should that's have called it. That's the metaphor it. that I was <laughs> trying. The, that's what I was trying to get to. So thank you. I didn't like that they called it that, but I'm not going to not do it. I'm not going to not buy it just because I think that it could have been called something more clever. So they all need to look in within themselves and be like, if I can buy a Limerita, I can go, I can support the name. It's fine. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, if it needed to be said, and now we can move on to something else more fun. (laughs) Okay, here's another hot topic. I don't know if you heard, but millions of people are on edge. (laughs) As Joy said. But what better a time for the United States Airlines to stop recognizing emotional support animals as service animals? Am I right? Apparently, U.S. Airlines will no longer be required to transport emotional support animals after passengers have insisted on bringing on board their horses, pigs, peacocks, turkeys, etc. for psychological reasons. So they're not talking about service animals such as guide dogs. They're talking about emotional support animals for Mm -hmm. like anxiety and what have you to which. And Joy said, yeah, when Obama was president, you could bring an ostrich on a plane and everyone was calm. When Obama was president, you could bring an ostrich on the on the plane and everybody was calm. Now that we're in the middle of this crisis and we have pandemonium in Washington, they decide they're going to change the rule. So, so Sonny, you can't bring your chickens on the plane. I'm just saying. And Marie, I have to ask you, obviously, we're not American, but how does that make you feel? Well, I this story actually reminded me of that incident that happened to Jan Arden on a Via Oh my Rail god, train. Me, I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> that's that's immediately where my mind went, um, <laughs> as it often does, to um, Canadian songstress, um, actress, activist Jan Arden. There was an incident a few years ago that she tweeted about where her dog, Meaty, was with her on the Via Rail train. And at one point, an employee was like, um, is that a dog? <laughs> like, realized realized late in the, in the um, voyage that a dog had been there the whole time. And she was like, yeah, it's my emotional support dog. And uh, the employees did... Were, did, did not um, like that. They, did not care they, that it was Jan They did Arden. not care. No, they were not fans. They, I, you can probably confirm this, but I think that they actually re- like got her removed oh. from the train. Oh, yes, yes. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, not unlike people bringing an emotional support animal onto a plane, Jan Arden mm-hmm. snuck her dog onto a train in Canada mm-hmm. claiming she didn't know that it wasn't allowed and she was trying to hide it allegedly and <laughs> she was kicked off the train 
they mm-hmm. let her off. It's actually so funny because they let her off in Oshawa, which is yeah. n- not far from Toronto. It's only like an hour away. It's like practically Toronto. And she tweeted saying like, as if she had been like badly abused. Like she was like, they dropped and me like, off in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then people from Oshawa were like, yeah. Who you call in middle of nowhere? Yeah. Um, she also tweeted at Via Rail to eat her bra. <laughs> <laughs> she said, to, she said, Mitty and I got booted off Via Rail en route to Ottawa, scrambled, and am now in a town car. Uh, she tweeted at 11 a.m. She added soon thereafter to clarify the, the kicked off train thing. You apparently mm-hmm. can't have little quiet dogs in bags who are sound asleep. I might add shit balls. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, I did have an article ready in case this came up. <laughs> I'm so glad that we both <laughs> related this story to Shan Arden's tweets from it must be now. It's got to be like four or five or more years ago. Oh, it was in like 2012. <laughs> <laughs> the last time the world was supposed to end. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah. So that is where my mind went was uh, Jan Arden. But Sunny tied it back to the chickens. People have different relationships with their animals. I myself have wonderful relationships with my chickens. They can recognize up to 30 faces and they recognize my face every morning. Okay. Which is about as many faces as I could, as I can recognize. I've learned while watching Ryan Murphy shows where he casts (laughs) men who look identical. (laughs) (laughs) That was your Anna joke. (laughs) Yeah. But going back to the question at hand here, how does it make me feel that I can't bring an emotional support ostrich on a plane? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I let me take this seriously for a moment. I do believe anyone should be allowed to bring any emotional support animal that they feel that they need for their health and safety. That being said, <laughs> I get the feeling that some people such as mm-hmm. people that may feel compelled to bring mm-hmm. a ostrich on mm-hmm. a plane may be abusing <laughs> that loophole <laughs> yes. in order to transport their ostrich for free yes absolutely i think that <laughs> i think that the same Uh, rules and logic that would apply to like bringing animals into like a store would apply here like you can bring a dog or a cat into a lot of like stores and and locations Mm -hmm. around town but if you brought a turkey it might cause some issues Um, so I think that the same rules should be followed on the plane and I do agree that I think Oftentimes, people are transporting animals uh, under the pretense that they are support animals when they're actually just transporting a mini horse (laughs) across the country. (laughs) 
um, <laughs> having no emotional tie to it whatsoever. There's also like there are animals that are trained to be like support animals. That is different than saying that like I need to bring my hamster that the hamster doesn't know it's my emotional support animal, but I've given it that title and I've give, I've put that on him (laughs) and that is like, yeah. Like a guide dog goes on a plane. It like, it knows it's doing a job. It knows like why it's there, (laughs) it knows it's at work. But to just bring like any animal on a plane for your emotional support, it's like, it doesn't know what a plane is and why it's on a plane. Mm -hmm. And I think there's probably lots of people that truly like emotional support animals are a real thing. Mm -hmm. That's a real thing. Yeah. But, but not every single animal, animal. (laughs) not all animals um, understand that they are purported to be (laughs) there for you emotionally. It's quite, they didn't sign up for that. What I think is interesting here is that you actually said you had nothing to say about this. I had so much to say. <laughs> and you aren't alone because <laughs> Facebook, let me tell you what they had to say. So we have Meredith saying, don't forget about the peacock and the miniature horse that was allowed on. Who cleans up the shit left behind <laughs> by these animals? I feel bad for the workers stuck doing this. Mm-hmm. Tina felt attacked and says, well, I'm here to tell you that mini horses are an acceptable service animal as per the ADA. The benefits over a dog are one, a mini horse can support more weight of their handler, especially if they are task trained for a disabled person's mobility and used for stability Another benefit is that with proper care, a mini horse can work upwards of 20 plus years compared to a service dog that at best can work 8 to 10 years and then would need to be retired. And contrary to those who may still think a pony can't be potty trained, think again. <laughs> remember to qu- remember to quality to qualify, she's trying mm-hmm. to say. They need to be trained to do a task, multiple tasks to assist. I feel like this woman has like a very specific personal stake <laughs> in ponies and service ponies to be defending it so much. I just have to take her Again, word for it. Because no one is saying that like support ponies that are trained to do specific tasks are not valid. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying don't bring your horse on the plane and try to sell it to me don't pee on my shoe and tell me it's raining yeah yeah just only the ones that are truly like if i got on a plane and there was a mini pony there i mean that's kind of fun like i'd like to see that like (laughs) yeah i'm not against the i'm not against the idea i'm not poo-pooing the whole Mm -hmm. idea (laughs) i'm just saying don't take advantage of the system that that is there to actually help people because now look what you've done you've ruined it for everyone Raymond says, Sunny also said she has relations with her chicken. I knew she was insane. Only chicken I want to see on a plane is a chicken sandwich on my tray. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. I don't think Sunny said she has relations with her chicken. I don't think that she said that at all. I'd have to listen back, but I'm 99% sure she didn't say that. Camille 
I'm great with some of these goofballs not being able to bring some of the animals called support animals anywhere. I believe there are such and some people that are ruining it. <laughs> Sorry, it's just she reminds me of some people don't. Yes! That's what I was thinking. And such as. And such as um the IRA. Let me try again. I believe there are such and some people that are ruining it for the one that really need them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to which Rosemary just replies, troll. <laughs> Camille claps back and says, I guess you have to take your support giraffe with you troll yourself it's ridiculous and it's my opinion i didn't ask for yours camille said this is actually my emotional support troll doll that's it thank you once again facebook some and such (laughs) some and such okay so here's another topic The New Yorker magazine released a cover that got some attention for capturing what everyone is experiencing right now. All of us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This New York Times cover or New York magazine cover is Mm -hmm. all of us. It depicts a person sitting at their computer waist up looking nice while their apartment and everything else around them is a mess. And that cover led to the topic Mm -hmm. the question that would be asked which was do you think any adjustments that we're making now because of the pandemic will last and will make an impact when this is all over so first of all this topic is the reason why wendy williams's (laughs) cover of native new yorker has been stuck in my head (laughs) for days yeah a little vamping um (laughs) here i go Anna came to this to this topic with so many jokes, very funny ones actually. But first, all she said was she's like, "Girl, longest pause ever. That cover is me." And what about you, Anna? Girl, that cover is me. I mean, I'm telling you, even down to the drink she's drinking. And it cracked me up because when you, when you, when you make the, the picture bigger, you can see all the little hairy stubs on her yeah. legs because she hasn't shaved her legs. I haven't had a pedicure right. in so long right now. I could use my feet as lethal weapons. I'm telling you. <laughs> Talent. And Sarah, you I think... Have. Girl. Yeah. Pause, 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 pause. Punchline. And then punchline. I haven't had a pedicure in so long. I could use my feet as lethal weapons. Talons is what I have. But this topic led to Sarah revealing that despite being in the studio, she was wearing sweatpants and Ugg boots and wrapped in a blanket. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which... The blank the blanket was where I was started to ask questions. Why does she need a blanket on the set? Like as if they're filming Canada's Drag Race. 
they can't turn on the heat for her. Like, what is going on that they're like keeping it so bare bones that they don't even have the heat on? I was just happy because we finally got that full studio shot of yes. Sarah at her tiny desk that we've been asking for, <laughs> surrounded by View Your Deal products. And <laughs> we finally got it. It was like, now, I don't know, maybe like, I feel like they just, the show just got so like fucked up during the election. Yeah. And it's like, maybe now they're finally ready to like be normal. Let and loose. like Yeah. Like yeah. it's. It's meant to be like Now a, the show is taking their brassiere off. Yeah. And so now they're like, here's what Sarah's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sitting on a giant stage by herself at Wrapped a tiny Wrapped in desk. a quilted blanket. <laughs> yeah. And then Sunny revealed that she was wearing almost an identical outfit with almost identical boots and blanket. Yeah. But don't let me move on before we mention that Sarah did say that you could French braid the hair on her legs. From the knees down, I'm like Bigfoot. The you should see the hairless. braids on my legs today, Joy. <laughs> we French braided down the whole leg. <laughs> Everyone just taking this opportunity to be like, I'm low-key an ogre. Yeah. <laughs> and then as the as the topic was ending and like the segment was ending and they were going to break, whoopee... <laughs> Whoopi gave a, an Anna Navarro style joke that like almost got lost because they were all kind of talking over each other while going to break where she was like, well, I won't stand up for you guys because I'm not wearing any underwear today. Things aren't the same oh, as yes. they used to be, guys. <laughs> oh, yes. Love it. Yes. And there you, ha- there you yep. have it. Same You're not allowing love. me to stand up because I'm actually wearing? not wearing any underwear. We'll oh. be right back. I feel like she was trying to make, I feel like the point she was trying to say is I can't stand up because it would just be my naked bottom yeah. half. Yes. <laughs> but like it didn't completely get across, but, but people who knew, <laughs> knew. Yeah. Real fans knew. But, but getting back to the question Whoopi asked, like, it, what are some things that you think from the pandemic will be staying forever? Well, it's very funny that you are like, we need to talk about this because the view, like, we forget what the original question was. No, Joy did. An- Joy did answer. Joy said she thinks lipstick. Oh will be yeah, gone. <clears throat> You're she thinks right. Brasiers are Heels. going. Well, brasiers are already gone. We call them bras. Yeah, <laughs> um, and. Heels, yeah. Heels, yeah, because Sunny was like, I tried to wear heels the other day and I forgot how to walk in them. I don't know how much of that will actually happen. I'm actually a little bit discouraged by like how much effort some people are still putting into their looks. Like I thought that we would all come out of this like not trying as hard. But even in like oh, work <sighs> meetings, I see people wearing lipstick and I'm like, you don't need to do that because now I feel insecure. <laughs> I feel that way about like people working out. <laughs> I'm just like, oh god, so many people are still yeah, working like out, oh my like, god, so we're still hard. doing that. I'm like, uh, I I really thought we were all just gonna chill out yeah. this year, but no, we're still doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. <laughs> yeah, the me, treadmill me I bought is getting used. <laughs> And then I also just I I hope that like working from home mm-hmm. gets to stay. Like I I don't think that 
working from home is the be all and end all by any Mm -hmm. means but i think that like it should be a bit more normalized where like you shouldn't it shouldn't be frowned upon if you don't come in yeah you know yeah like i think one thing that i hope stays and i think like a lot of big corporations are moving forward with this or like down the line even after a vaccine is that like if you have a job that's like very digital and you don't have to be in an office then you don't have to live in like toronto or la or new york anymore to do it and people can like work at their job at like abc from north carolina (laughs) (laughs) no that's not happening (laughs) but like yeah but like i feel like now people can like work at their media jobs and not have to be in new york or not have to be in la and it's like they've realized like oh yeah like why did we have why did we force people to come into the office when everything they do is online anyway yeah i think there's definitely a fear of employers that it's like people won't be as productive if they're not in the office together and i do think that there there's tons of benefits of being in the office together Mm -hmm. depending on your job like yeah it's it's good to work around people and bounce ideas off of people if that's what your job is but i think it should be i think it would be great if like it was more normal to work from home and the concern that like people are stealing time from their employees or from the um, uh, the company by working from home is like so false because the biggest theft in america is wage theft from employers so like that's not a concern you know and i feel like if people want to like dick around and waste time like they're they found a way to do it before too they were going on the like 45 minute coffee runs (laughs) before so like nothing's changed you know yeah so we know how anna feels (laughs) the new yorker cover girl that is me um what did facebook think well i think facebook certainly appreciated like a lighter topic mm-hmm. and so michelle says, same mm. michelle says too funny it's great to see them <laughs> like this we see them look so well put together hair and makeup spot on then the sweats fuzzy slippers reality shots loved this I think they're all True. uniquely beautiful. Thanks for the giggles, girls. <laughs> Sandra says, so good to see that we now find ourselves laughing and relaxing. Boy, mm-hmm. I sure did miss that. <laughs> you're, you're telling me. Say it. <laughs> Adrian, jammy bottoms, no bra, and my face needs a good waxing. Thank goodness for the masks. Oh, and I forgot the hair. I've decided to go COVID gray. Mm, Jammy bottoms. (laughs) Sharon, I don't agree. I'm retired from my day job and now pursuing my artwork. It's no excuse for lack of hygiene. (laughs) Just as I'm disgusted with men and the grunge look, ladies, shave your legs and give yourself a nanny's petty it'll make you feel better as reese witherspoon passed along from her grandmother a lady should be pulled together by 10 a.m i agree rosaline rosaline replies it is a manny petty manicure and pedicure i like that she was like 
you fucking more. <laughs> All right. I would like to close out this episode with another message from our listener in Italy. Oh, my God. I know. It's been a minute. So this Friday, the ladies finally talked about something else than Trump. And it was a great fun. They talked about, you know, uh, sexy stuff, sexy indoor dates, role-playing, um, support animals, the, the peacock, the peacock on the plane. Uh, okay, cringe-worthy, but fun. Um, so my question for you guys is, how long will it take for the sex robot segment to be back on. I need that. <laughs> oh my god. Like I, I think, feel like we're on the cusp. Yeah, I think they're just waiting for the next development. I feel like there just hasn't been like news to report, yeah. but there will be soon. I also it's think coming. it's coming because like I don't feel like it's that far off to have a sex robot conversation when we're talking about like going forward safe dating safe sex in like a a covid and post-covid world like i think that we are right on the edge of a new sex robot development yeah definitely like the fact that we got a sex topic Mm -hmm. you know this this month (laughs) means that nature is healing (laughs) and the view is sort of starting to get back to what it used to be, yeah. which is talking about everything. And I think nature is healing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens, but that's it for us. So thank you for that voicemail. And thank you everyone for listening. We love our listener in Italy. We love our listener in Italy. And, and we, <laughs> I'm drunk. Italy. We, we love, <laughs> love you. We, I love you. <laughs> We love our listener in Italy. <laughs> yeah. And if you want more Deja the View, don't forget the conversation don't stop. It keeps going forever and ever on our Patreon. So make sure you subscribe there. Also, we love when people leave a rating and review on Apple. Good ones. We've had some bad ones. But you know what? We take those on the chin and we we take your we hear your comments and we move forward trying to better ourselves. So thank you for those as well. Uh, and so make sure you're following us on social media at Deja the View Pod. God bless and until next time, everyone, have a great day and take a little time to enjoy an autographed copy of i am these truths t hit it abby that's all folks see you later john huntsman the real job creator he's a quack 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 we're bringing huntsman